Hey, I'm Jonathan Alexander. And I'm Alina Getzenberg. And you're listening to Panthers Tracks. So, Elena, we uh, finally get to rest a little bit. Not really, but... Um, just a little. <laughs> yeah, just a little after a long draft. Um, an eventful draft, I'll say, especially for the Panthers, uh, who made five trades, I believe, which yep. tied a, um, a record. Franchise record, yeah. Yeah, tied a franchise record. And uh, they also had 11 picks. So they had a lot of... They filled a lot of of their holes. Um, got a lot of pieces. Uh, I know I have my thoughts, but I definitely wanted to ask you. You know, just based on what you saw. First of all, what kind of grade would you have given the Panthers based on their draft, and why? So the eleven picks. So I think I kind of gone back and forth. I'm gonna go with a B, um, like a solid B. I thought about a B plus because I think there's a lot to like from this draft. Um, I think they added a lot of depth that they did not have before. I think they addressed some offensive and defensive needs. Um, but I really, I mean, and this is maybe one way to look at it, but I really thought they needed to leave this draft with a clear left tackle. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who we could say this guy is well positioned to start for years to come. And I think Brady Christensen from BYU, who they drafted um, in the third round, has that potential. But I could also see him playing guard. I could see him playing, like, in a couple spots. And I don't know if he's going to be ready to start this year. So that, to me, is why the grade maybe isn't as high as it would be otherwise. But I overall thought they were successful. Um, Do you agree with with your grade? It's funny. You said a lot of the things that I was going to say, and we didn't even talk about it before. There we got on here, but <laughs> it, yeah, symmetry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I give them a, a B because they were able to fill so many pieces. But the reason why I wouldn't give them a higher than a B is because, you know, just what you said. I, I felt like they should have went with, and, and this is nothing against JC Horn because I think JC Horn is going to be a really good player. I, I've seen him play in person. I was very impressed. Um, you know, after looking back at him on film because I didn't remember the first. Uh, when I saw it live, and that's because they didn't throw his way because he was all over the receiver. So I think J.C. Horn's going to be good. However, I thought that, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of evaluators and people I spoke with said that Rayshon Slater was was really good. He won two with Panay Sewell. You could go either way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is um, – his position is listed as a left tackle, and I know some of the those in the Panthers front office view him as – a guard and an all-pro guard that he would have filled a significant need for you that's plagued you for the past however many years. And even if you even if you did pass on Slater and you went with Horn, which I think is a good pick, like I said, I thought they should have drafted somebody in the second round. And I think they had opportunities, and whether that was um, Liam Eichenberg or um, there was somebody else who went really high that I am – I am forgetting. I four tackles that went like when they traded back early in the second round. That like there was, I feel like there was like tackle after tackle after tackle. That it was like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's that's gonna be. I think when I think we'll look back in this draft, and you can tell me if you feel differently. Like look back back on this draft and it graded in two ways. If Justin Fields <laughs> turns out to be a star and yeah. Sam Arnold doesn't work out, 
that's going to be, or the opposite. Maybe Justin Fields doesn't work out and we'll applaud the Panthers for passing on him. I think that'll be one part of it. And the other will be if some of those tackles they passed on early day two, they're like all pros. Like how that's not going to age well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and I agree. I, I don't know why I can't think. There was somebody who went, like, one ahead of where the Panthers would have got drafted. Um, and I don't know why I can't think of who that person is right now. But, um, no, no, one – no, went at the spot that the Panthers would have drafted. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. pulling up the list right now, actually, and I have it right here. The Oh, yeah, Tevin Jenkins. Even uh-huh. though he was a right tackle, I, you know, I think he would have been a solid player for the Panthers, you know, perhaps – um, Taylor Moten leaves uh, in free agency. Then you have Tevin Jenkins, who's a, a really good player, you know, to fill that hole. And, and it's my understanding that they that the Chicago Bears want to put Tevin Jenkins at left tackle. Mm-hmm. So if he's good enough to play a left tackle, not, why not, you know, draft him? And, and I know they got some really good capital there in the middle rounds, um, you know, to, you know, with those trades. But I just thought that they could have addressed the more serious needs um, earlier in the draft than they did. Um, but, I mean, they were able to fill holes fill holes in need, so I'll give them a B for that. And um, just like you said, though, Justin Fields, you know, we're, we are going to be examining that, you know, three years from now. I yeah. I mean, I mean, I know that it would seem that they were, you know, throwing it out there that they were interested in Justin Fields, hoping that a team could trade ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they possibly get uh, Panay Sewell there at eight, because that's, that's, if, if that would have happened, that's how it would have fell in line. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you're, if you were really interested in Justin Fields, I think I brought this up in our last podcast. Like, why did you trade for Justin, Dar- Justin Darnold? I just, I just don't I, – I still don't get that part. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, I think – I don't – whether – they like Justin Fields, like, that's for sure. Um, I don't know how serious, you know, it really got. I'm not – I mean, there and there are absolutely people in that organization who thought they should take Justin Fields. Um, but, you know, ultimately I don't – I mean, obviously they thought about it at eight, but mm-hmm. they had J.C. High – I mean – higher and I agree with you. I think for what they gave up for Sam it would have been a lot um to do. Justin Fields at eight as well. So we're gonna we will see though. It could it could I could see it really going either way. Like I really I think Sam Darnold could work or they could get someone later who works in Justin Fields. You know, like I, I could see it going that way, but I could see it being a thing. Yeah. <laughs> in years. Was there a player from this class that really stood out to you, you know, of the 11 that you think will be a contributor or someone to watch? You know, I really like the uh, Davion Nixon um, traffic, mm-hmm. and that was in the fifth round. Uh, Davion Nixon out of Iowa. I was talking to, like, multiple um, guys who, who really studied this draft, and they had second, third round grades. Well, actually, probably third, more third round grades on Davion Nixon. But when I asked them, like, who plays um, the um, three technique, um, you know, defensive tackle, you know, he was highest on that list of, of those players. Mm-hmm. So I think the Panthers really got a gem in, in Davion Exxon, and, and, and hopefully he'll turn out. Um, because I, you know, I, I, we even, we put him in one of our mock drafts, right? Yeah. I think, I think we put him in a third round mock draft. 
definitely above the fifth round. Yeah, definitely above the fifth round. So, you know, I, I think that was a really good pick for the Panthers. And, you know, he might be, he, might, you know, I, I guess if uh, Daquan Jones, you know, didn't come back, you know, he might be able to be ready to step in to that starting role right beside Derrick Brown. And the Panthers could really have a good, uh, front four in the future. It's really shaping up to be a really good front four. And they're young and, and, and they have a lot of potential. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with your pick, though. I think the defense, there's a lot with the defense that seems to be moving in the right direction. I think they're definitely, you can see like how they're building it. Like they're mm-hmm. putting these young pieces together like at every position, except maybe safety is a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, a conversation yeah. another day, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there were a couple picks late that I really liked. Um, Nixon was definitely one of them. But I'll, I'll go with Deontay Brown um, out of Alabama, the offensive lineman who they got in the fifth round as well, I believe. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was six. Maybe. Let's confirm that before I talk about him. Yeah. It was definitely late day three. Yeah. All these picks run together. <laughs> Their first pick of the sixth round. They had a lot of draft picks. Um, yeah. yeah cool. So – I thought he could be was actually possibly a steal from the sixth round for sure. That's why I kind of thought he was in the fifth round because they got him. You know, I thought it was a really good pick. Um, he's a big guy, <laughs> like a Huge. Really big guy. Yeah. He did not allow a single sack during his time in Alabama. Um, and obviously, you know that Alabama offensive line across the board is good, so that definitely helps. But he's like a really solid player, um, and I think he, what I also think he's promising is. He's someone who the Panthers have a thing now where they like are looking for versatile awesome. Like if you play one position, <laughs> you may not yeah. make the cut, but at any spot, even as a starter. But um I think he could definitely fill in the either guard spot. Um I think he was not no one thought he'd be there in the sixth round, you know, he had a couple little character issues there, but I think he could be someone that could definitely be a good depth player this year and then could develop into a starter down the road. So he's definitely um, someone I have an eye on, but there's still questions along that offensive line. So players yeah. need willing to like develop into contributors um, for this draft of them successful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a good pick too, especially with the uncertainty um, at both guard spots uh, for the future. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, the whole offensive line. Yeah, they, they they got a lot to worry about. But um, yeah, in in Deontay Brown, we um saw the the film of him kind of manhandling uh current Panthers defensive tackle Derek Brown. Um, so that was interesting, and that's something that I guess Deontay can can hold over Derek. I don't know if he could do it now, just, you know, but um, he, then again, he may be, he's a big guy. Um, that but, was like uh, things when I was like looking back at what, you know, draft analysts had said about him, they were like, look at the tape against Derek Brown. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that you, everyone listening, go watch it. Cause it's, it's pretty fun to watch them against each other. Um, but he really, he holds his own and it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to make some, for some, for some entertaining practice. Yeah, and I've seen Derek Brown manhandle a lot of people <laughs> in the NFL. So for an offensive lineman to do that to him, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But, and we also saw one other thing I think is good to point out while we're talking about Deontay Brown. You know, we saw a lot of guys from the Senior Bowl um, who the Panthers coached or didn't coach um, kind of get drafted by the team 
late, especially uh, Thomas Fletcher, the long snapper, <laughs> is one example. <laughs> um, but you know, and I thought that we we kind of we expected that senior bowl teams typically practice. Um, excuse me, draft players they coach, but it was interesting to kind of see it in action. It was much, much later in the draft, but they, they took care of some of those guys. Man, it was funny. I was laughing when um, the Panthers drafted Thomas Fletcher in the sixth round. I was, I asked Elena, I said, Who drafts a, a, a long slapper in the sixth round? And Elena said, Apparently, a team with 11 picks. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that and it's interesting too because. It might have been a little bit of a competition with Ron Rivera and Marty Herney in Washington because just a few picks later, yeah. Washington took a long snapper of their own. And, like, typically, if a long snapper gets drafted, it's one. Like, yeah. two very rare. Um, but Thomas Fletcher, I mean, if we're going to have some long snapper chit-chat, he was by far, like, he's a very good long snapper. So yeah. the best in yeah. the class. So yeah, yeah. Alabama had, sure had a lot of, a lot of picks in this draft. Even their long snapper, even even Thomas Fletcher was surprised he got drafted. You know, <laughs> Which, if you haven't listened to that phone call with Matt Rule, highly recommend it's it's on Twitter everywhere. So make sure you yeah. pack that down. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know another. Um, name that I just want to bring up because I got emails about it, which I wasn't able to really watch more film on him during the process, but I saw a little bit of film recently. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, um, mm -hmm. you know, he's a, he's a guy that a lot of people seem to like. I, I saw that he had a 2,000-yard season, uh, I think in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. That was the year I saw it. But, uh, you know, he could potentially be really good. Um you know, to spell Christian McCaffrey. I was I was asked this question. I thought it was an interesting question, so I just wanted to pose it to you. I was asked this in the radio. So, do you think his drafting will um, allow the Panthers to not use Christian McCaffrey as much um, as they had planned to last season and had been under Ron Rivera? I think it would allow them to, but I don't know if we'll actually see that in action. Mm -hmm. um, I have a hard time, you know, when Joe Brady, and it's been hard to see in action because Christian missed 13 games last year. But mm -hmm. when Joe Brady was talking about Christian, um, I think it was before training camp last year, you know, we asked him, do you expect his load to be less? Um, you know, an aging running back who just made the highest paid running back in the NFL. Yeah. And it was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think Christian's workload is what it should be for who he is. So I absolutely think drafting Chuba Hubbard was smart. And I think he'll be a great backup to Christian McCaffrey. And it makes a lot of sense. But Christian, if he's healthy, he's getting the ball a ton. Especially yeah. after that. Like, they, I see him being such a key piece of this offense. And I think they'll get Chuba in for sure. Or like, and there's some other, I mean, Rodney Smith, Reggie Bonifon, there's other players on this roster, but yeah. Christian's going to play a lot. <laughs> so yeah. it boils down to for me, but Juba's exciting, though. I mean, I think his tape's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he had a lot of good film. And then the other thing is he seems like a, a good person. He, you know, he's a, a guy he stood up to his coach, um, you know, threatened not to play when uh, his coach was wearing the, um, is it OAN um, shirt? Um, and I, I thought that was, you know, you don't see too many uh, college football players, you know, who don't get paid really stand up for what they believe in. 
So I think that says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian, which is just the fun fact. <laughs> yes, he's also Canadian. Yeah, that's, and I think there were like five Canadian players drafted in. It's cool. Four or five. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah. yes, what were we gonna say? I was just gonna say it'll be an interesting class. I think in general, just because you know we could go on and on and talk about like each guy and you know the potential. But I mean, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I think one of my takeaways was just helping Sam Darnold. You know, in this mm-hmm. draft was. Did you feel like they? Did you feel like they addressed that as much as you thought they were going into it? I, I thought they did. You know, when they got a got the wide receiver and Terrace Marshall Jr., I thought that was that seemed like a good pick, and he has potential. Um, you know, Brady Christensen in third round. You know, we spoke about this. I I don't know. I did. I out of all the left tackles I identified, I didn't identify Brady Christensen. Um, I, I really identified guys who were going in the first and the second round. Um, so I didn't think the Panthers would wait this far. Um, so. I th- I think that that was the hugest thing they needed to take care of, and you know I, I don't I, I'm not sure yet whether they took care of it, but I, I I think in other areas they really did try to put weapons behind Sam Darnold, and and really to be honest with you, you know they threw it out there. They, they said if if you can't perform under this, then you know that's on you because you know we we you have weapons here Christian Cat hopefully Christian McCaffrey's healthy DJ Moore playing for a contract Robbie Anderson playing for another contract so they're bound to have their best years um so Sam Darnold really has no excuse i think that does put a little bit of pressure on Sam Darnold too but he really has no excuse not to perform well because the Panthers have the pieces offensively and you saw what happens when you don't perform you know, you, you <laughs> let it be a lesson. Let it be a lesson. Third, <laughs> ask him how it went. Yes, yes. Maybe give him a little time before you do. But. Yes, yes. So they'll ship you out here in one year. Like, I mean, the interesting thing is, I wonder, and this is far off, but like something I think we'll be talking about throughout the years. If Sam's not performing yet well in year one, and he's guaranteed, guaranteed eighteen million in 2022 it's just going to be interesting to see you know how that all works itself out so it'll definitely be a narrative i'm sure if things if his play isn't up to snuff. the parents haven't i mean the Panthers have been the best at gambling because they didn't gamble well with teddy bridgewater because I, I you may know this but how much are they going to pay teddy i think seven million I mean, the thing that I think is that will stand out is it's 31 million for the 15 games played that's kind of all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they better hope they're doing the right thing here with Sam Darnold because that's a lot of money um, that you're spending. Yeah. But anyway. But um, and on to our, our, our third and, well, and final section, or our favorite trivia. Elena has the, the trivia question for us today. Uh, so what what is the Panthers trivia you have so for us. We'll do the first trivia question. Will be and Jonathan. You can you know the answer to this. So, yeah, so I won't say you know it. the answer to both of them actually. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put them both out there, and you guys can ponder them both. I'm sure you'll look them up, but try not to. Um, our first trivia question of today is: The Panthers drafted a cornerback in the first round. Obviously, J.C. Horn, who was the last cornerback they drafted in the first round. And when was that? It's been a while. That's the hint. Um, it has not happened a lot. 
Um, and then our other question is, you know, they drafted two players from South Carolina this year. We didn't talk. We didn't even get a chance to talk about Shai Smith, who also was an interesting pick that late. Um, but they also, of course, won. So how many previous players have the Panthers drafted from South Carolina? It's, it's less than I thought. So Yeah, let us know. Um, and, and you'll get a shout out. Speaking of shout outs, I'm glad I just thought of this. I, I posed a question. I can't remember the question I asked, but I, oh, I think it, it had to do with the South Carolina connection and, and, um, oh, who are the current South Carolina players uh, on the Panthers roster? And I, I said, whoever answers it first gets a shout out. Um, and I had two people I told I was going to shout out. And then I found out somebody DM me and I didn't see it. And I don't know if they did it before them or not. So I'm just going to shout out all three of them. Everyone gets a shout out. Yeah, everybody gets a shout out. So uh, first shout out goes to, and sorry for not responding, um, Ben Fink, at Ben Fink Football. But his name is Ben Fink. Uh, went to Providence College in San Diego State. He was the first guy in my DM. And the first two guys in my mentions – and I promise these two that they, they get a shout out. Uh, I have more. I'm sorry, I have more mentions than I thought. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people answer this question, um, and I know one of them too because one of them is a regular commenter. Oh yeah, here here they are, uh, and the other two are Brandon Cherry. Uh, at Resident Panther, and also I should have asked this other user for his real name because I don't. He has a different language, but his at is at CV Call NGE. So congratulations to y'all! I promise y'all I was gonna give y'all a shout out, and you all know y'all Panthers. You all are Panthers super fans. Um, so yeah, congratulations! There's your shout out, and thanks for always following us too. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we've had a ton, a ton, a ton of content um, from the last five days or so um, on charlotteobserver.com. Please check it out. We'll be updating throughout. There's some OTAs coming up and everything. And we really appreciate all the support. Yeah, for sure. All right, check back with us next week for another episode. See you.